Hey everybody, Greg here. This week we're talking about joy. Not the kind of joy on Christmas cards or holiday cards and in churches and religious tomes. Just the ecstasy of being alive. How to find that when you're going through grief or loss, any kind of pain, or just life's muck. My guest, Kristen Sparks, is dedicated to the idea that we can find joy in any moment, and she has some great ideas on how to do that. Also, I would like to invite you, listeners, to send me requests for speakers, specific speakers, topics you'd like to hear. If you know people that you think would be a good guest, just send me their name and I will try to hunt them down and see if they're open to it. Send it to Gregory at RebelliousWellnessOver50.com. I so appreciate you. This is the Rebellious Wellness Over 50 podcast for women over 50 who have a lot of living yet to do, who want to enjoy the ride for as long as they can in good health and with a sense of humor, maybe a little wine. I'm Gregory Ann Cox, and I believe it's time to bust the myth that aging equals decline in every area of life. Nonsense. I would say something else, but I'll keep it clean for now. Aging happens, but it doesn't have to ruin your life. You just need to get a little rebellious in your approach. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Rebellious Wellness Over 50 podcast. Today, my guest, we're going to roar with Kristen Sparks. She is, uh, and I mean roar, she's all about joy and really shouts it from the rooftops about how to have joy and find joy. And Kristen, it wasn't always, you were not always joyful in your life, were you? (laughs) Oh, can you tell us the story of the journey? Oh, goodness. There's been so many pieces of that journey. I started off um, in a pretty typical dysfunctional family that we ended up with some um, pretty profound challenges. There was sexual abuse. There was some rape. My mother had some mental issues. And I chose to do lots of drugs and alcohol so that I didn't have to deal with my feelings and my emotions. Um, And that took me right into an abusive relationship, mentally and physically, that then took me on a complete 180 spiritual journey when I was 25. And in that, I had to make a decision to leave my children with their father Mm. because I was not in a place in my life that I could take care of them in the way that they needed to be. I just wasn't ready. I came from all of this anger and this shame and this doubt in myself that I didn't think that I had it in me. And I went through um, some real inner work and I did some inner child work with John Bradshaw I did some spiritual work um, with a spiritual shaman so I did the gamut of trying to figure out who I was and what was going on and and how I was going to come through this as a whole person it took 
a profound amount of years mm-hmm. to get to the point that the universe then decided I wasn't quite doing what they needed me to do and knocked me down. So I was physically hurt, um, went from being told that I would never walk again without some type of assisted device. And more than likely, most of that would be in a scooter or a wheelchair to being what I call a pole dancer. That's because I use my safety poles to dance now. (laughs) And for the first time in 10 years, I got to dance with my wife the other night. I used my cane, but darn it, I was out there, you know? I love it. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Joy comes really from looking inside and saying, okay, I don't like the muck that is there. And I choose not to live in it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I am on an absolute mission to change this conversation that we have in our head about all of these things that we're not mm-hmm. to all of these things that we are mm-hmm. to the possibility that the power of love can change our lives profoundly. Mm-hmm. The ability to love ourselves, to forgive ourselves, to forgive others, to let go of the ego, to live in joy, to choose that instead of the pain, instead of the trauma. I don't need to, you know, go through the trauma every time and traumatize you to go through my trauma. I can say, I no longer live in that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave it behind me because I can't change it. You know, it's not like I can go back and, and redo something. Right. I can only do what I have right here, right now. And right now is the present. It's the gift, you know. And I'm so ecstatic to be here and be breathing and to be alive and have the ability have the challenge i love that yeah what would you say to somebody who hasn't experienced knockdown drag out trauma illness you know they just feel meh life is whatever i don't need joy because i'm all right you know i'm thinking when we've really really been knocked down Mm -hmm. but still hope rises up and we start to see things differently then we see the contrast when we had the canadian fires Mm-hmm. The air was so bad. And then three days later, it was so sunny. And I thought, oh my gosh, I never appreciate this so much as I do right now. This clean air, yeah. beautiful blue sky. So how do you move people over into the joy quadrant that really don't have anything to compare it to? Well, I got to tell you, I had an amazing woman that told me this story the other day. When you're a caterpillar, all you get to see is what is right in front of you. You know, you don't get to see the big picture until you become the butterfly. Mm -hmm. That metamorphosis can happen even if you don't have a knockdown drag out. Even if you don't hit rock bottom, you can have that change with the simple things like the fires. And that may not be simple, but it is something that really changes your perception. And life is all about perception. You know. We have this amazing ability in our body to truly turn on that spark of joy at any given moment in any situation through grief, 
through loss, through pain, physical and mental, through just the muck. You know, you look at it and go, eh, it's all right, I'm here. There's a reason why we're here. And the reason that we're here is because we are our purpose. We are the purpose of our lives. I cannot change your perception, but I can certainly show you what it looks like to live it in joy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that you can only have to look at children playing, dogs running in a dog park. There's so many, the flowers blooming, even in, it's, it's now summer here, but things are still on their way to yes. bloom. And One of the things I love to do in the mornings, I take my dog out in the morning. She likes to go out probably around 5.30. My cat likes to get up a little earlier. So we go out in the morning and I like to just close my eyes and listen to the world's wake up. Mm-hmm. The birds are starting to sing. The wind might be blowing through the leaves. Yeah, it's talking to the plants that are there, the flowers that are starting to bloom. You know, it's just an amazing, an amazing thing to watch life happening. Mm-hmm. And that definitely is, I don't know how you can't smile doing that. Yeah, I have a crazy habit when I'm walking in the morning. Um, there's lots of birds, like you described it. But every once in a while, there'll be one bird that I can directly hear above me. And I always turn around and go, hi, birdie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, I whistle. I, I really feel like that bird just spoke to me. I'm going to speak back. <laughs> Absolutely. Was, and they did. They exactly. totally did. They tweeted you know? for me. I cannot whistle for anything and I will sit there and try and whistle to birds and then they'll whistle back and I'm like, oh yeah, we're talking. (laughs) Yeah, we are. We're having a combo. And I think it's what I've learned about joy. There is a spiritual teacher. Her name is Sue Mortar and she always taught, do you love her, right? Yeah. She always talked about find what brings up joy. Like it's Mm -hmm. always a possibility that there is joy because if there's sorrow or sadness, there's joy Mm -hmm. and happiness. And But I think we have to, especially in the hard times, if we can muster up that will to be present to what brings up joy. Yes. Like we have to be intentional sometimes. Other times, like you said, walking around in the morning, everything's great. Life is good. It's just beautiful. It's lovely. But then there are those times when you've got a lot on your mind. Somebody's sick. Somebody lost a job. Whatever happened. But the joy is still there. Yeah, it is. You know, we just went through a really big change in our life. My stepfather um, has come to live with us while he transitions to the next realm. There's this change happening as far as the way we live. And that, you know, can always bring angst and and all of these things that come up. And and there's times when, you know, you're not doing the things you're used to doing and the people in your life are different. So what I'm trying to get at is we have the ability to stop the craziness and the drama that we play in our heads and find that spark that literally does live. I I say it's absolutely in the solar plexus. I've heard other people say it's in the heart, but for me, it's in the solar plexus. And I can feel it when that energy just is burning. And sometimes it can feel like fear. And sometimes it can feel like anxiety. 
And sometimes it can feel like depression, but there, for me, it's when I can draw that up and light that flame that just allows me to breathe, mm. allows me to let in those things like the flowers blooming or the birds singing or the wind blowing. I stop and I take that breath and I just let that flame engulf me mm -hmm. and that's igniting those sparks by letting it happen you know by intentionally as you said paying attention to what's happening around me and finding those little things and it's also taking the time sometimes to do something that's completely different than what you normally mm -hmm. do like for me I sew you know, and I haven't sewn in years, but now I have this huge sewing room. Thank you to my mother um, that I'm like having a blast in. So, you know, that's kind of my joy right now. Yeah. But it's different than it was maybe um, six months ago. Mm -hmm. And so for each of us, we have something that draws us. Mm -hmm. Something yeah. that lights that fire. Yeah, and I think there are times that we diminish that pull towards yes. something because we think it's not something meaningful or maybe I should be applying myself in some way rather than just sewing. Or in my case, I garden a lot and sometimes I just want to go out and weed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, could I be sitting at my desk? Yes. Mm -hmm. So let's take it up a notch from weeding. What if it's learning something new, a language or a hobby like sewing or knitting or painting? Right. Some, you know, but so I guess I'm encouraging the women listening. If you feel drawn to something, especially more than once, and you feel like, eh, it'll take too long. I don't know how, whatever the excuses are, just want to try it. What the heck? Oh. Buy a small starter kit of something. You don't have to go out and buy a singer sewing machine with all the bells and whistles, you know? <laughs> Right. But I just think we deny ourselves little pleasures because we think they're insignificant. Well, we do. And the the thing that I have found is it almost stems from, well, it doesn't almost, it stems from not acknowledging the things that we have accomplished in our life. Because if you feel like there's this long list of things that we need to accomplish. Mm. And if we go back and really look at, you know, those things that we have accomplished, and it might just be I got out of bed today. Yeah. You know, it could be that simple. Or it could be I graduated from high school. I graduated from college. I got a good job. You know, all of these different things. Or I put on a really special shirt today so I can be on your podcast. <laughs> you know? If we acknowledge our wins, it releases that desire to push ourselves to do instead of just allowing us to be. Hmm. Yeah. And I think the small, like putting on a nice shirt, I, of late I have been... I wouldn't say challenging myself, but just putting myself in the position of, okay, I have to do this, right? That phrase, I have to. And of course, there's the flip side of that, which is I get to. Mm -hmm. But then I try to add another layer, like sprinkles on my ice cream of what could I do to make this special since I get to do it? Um, and it could be cooking, you know, baking something for somebody. 
being in the garden and taking the extra time to put maybe another couple of plants, whatever it is, I, yeah. I've just been sort of up leveling, not because I want to push myself to do more, but I want to be more. And I find that if I add a little layer of something that it comes from the heart, right? It's not mm -hmm. like I'm ticking a list of what would make this better. It's like, what feels good right now? Okay, let me add that. Right. And it, it seems to be, it's just a nice way to go through the day. It really is. It really is. But we've got so much negativity coming at us from so many different directions that we almost have to put a layer of protection around ourselves. Mm -hmm. And doing those things like fulfilling life buckets, um, learning the new language, taking a speaking class, doing painting or sewing, something that, you know, allows our brain to be creative in a different way than maybe the way that we work, mm -hmm. what our job is. Even having these conversations with other women about, well, how do you do it? What kinds of things do you do? Because it starts the motor running. Sometimes we really don't know what we're interested in yeah. or we think we're not interested in things. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've been joining book clubs. It's so funny. And, I was just thinking about a book club. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that I decided to really stick with is the band book club here in Sarasota. I have a t-shirt that says I'm with the band, B-A-N-N-E-D. <laughs> it's got all the band books. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's great. great. It is, and it, it just gets your brain going in a different direction than what you would, are doing over here. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, when you change or put a stopgap, it allows your brain time to recharge. And in that recharging, there's joy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you have an entire event built around joy coming up, do you? Can you I do. about that? Yeah, it's called Embrace Joy, Igniting the Sparks Within. And we're going to talk about how to find those sparks, how to, to really embody joy, how to live with joy, how to share joy. You know, joy can come in a multitude of different ways. It can be service. It doesn't have to be service to the, the whole entire community. It might just be service to your next door neighbor taking their trash out every week. Mm -hmm. You know, it's again embodying joy versus pain. And Marcy Shimoff, who is the female face of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, is joining me in her Happiness for No Reason program. It's going to be an amazing day of really just surrounding yourself in love and joy. And where is this event? It's in Sarasota, Florida. Okay. Yeah. We'll be at uh, the Casey Key Resorts mainland, uh, just about 15 minutes, 20 minutes from the airport. I do have hotel rooms. And if you are interested, go to www.wrarinc.com slash embrace dash joy. And I'll put that in the show notes so that Great. people can easily find it. I yeah. want to just mention uh, Marcy is, you know, one of the great personal development people well yes. you know she's been around for ages doing it not that she's old she would be <laughs> saying that but um 
she also runs a program called Year of Miracles. Yes. And I've been lucky enough to be behind the scenes with Year of Miracles writing. And Marcy will be a perfect compliment to your program is happy for no reason, right? That's what you're talking about. Like, exactly. where do you find joy? And her happy for no joy. reason program <laughs> is an awesome program. It has changed the lives of so many people. It, it, so it's a great, the two of you together will, I think, change some people. That is, yes, that is the goal. You know, I want to truly share this with as many people in the world as I possibly can. I want to ignite that positive change in the world. You know, just because we have the negative event coming at us doesn't mean that we can't have the happy too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said earlier about sometimes we put a shield around us. What if we chose mm -hmm. happiness or joy to be the shield? Yeah, like, exactly. I'm choosing joy right now. You're being a, mm -mm, but I'm choosing <laughs> joy. <you know? laughs> well, here's, here's a trick. Take nothing personally. No matter what somebody says, no matter what somebody does, no matter what's happening in the world, take nothing personally. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. The only thing that's about you is what you do and what you say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's living personal. through their own filter. They are. And you know, we think everybody thinks the same way we do, that our brains all work the same, and they don't. Absolutely don't. That is one wisdom I have certainly learned with age. Age and marriage did it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It took me a while, even with marriage. I've been married 22 years. I still didn't get that. But you yeah. got a couple of years on us. You remember there was, I don't know whether it was Facebook, Instagram, and there was a address that people would look at and some people saw black and white and some people saw red, whatever the heck it was. Yes. That is the quintessential example of what it means to see differently, to, to filter how you see and even how we hear things. Right. Sometimes, I don't know whether you've had this experience, I'll say... So what happened to the chicken? We have a lot of chickens. What happened to the chicken that was, you know, not feeling well? Well, I don't have time to do every, I can't always, that, it's okay. I was just, if you had time, I was just wondering, right? I'm not blaming him for, because we all, but we get triggered, right? We oh, hear, yes. he heard me judging whether or not he had taken care of that chicken. All I was mm -hmm. asking, because I hadn't been around all day, was how's the chicken? But it's just the way we hear things, the way we say things gets misinterpreted. So it's it's funny, but it is that perfect what you said. I didn't take it personally. I just figured he's stressed. He's had a long day. Chicken's probably fine. Everything's good. You know? I have to say that I am not all that great at this. Whole, don't take things personally. That's why I, I you know, tell people You're all the time. putting it there for the universe. I will. It's like, you know, I'm teaching myself here. Yep. So <laughs> the other day, Priscilla said to me, can you find such and such in the freezer? And I went looking for it and I could not find it. I mean, I, my fingers were frozen, right? I go, I, I don't know where it is. It's not in this freezer. Yes, it is. I put it in there. It's blah, 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 blah. And she goes out and she finds it. And I just lost it. You know, you always say I can't see. You always say I don't look. <laughs> and then I'm like, what is going on here? She didn't see any of this. And I suddenly realized I was hearing my mother Ooh. when I was a kid. You know, again, it wasn't about her. It was all about my triggers. Mm -hmm. You know, so if we start to think of, of life that way, you know, this is not about me whatever somebody else is saying. And if you also look at it from the other direction, that it is about me, 
if I'm getting triggered by something that someone else is saying, then there's something going on with me. And so I need to look inside. And that's not easy. People don't always want to do that. I know for me, it was it was hard to learn to stop and take that breath and go, okay, where's this coming from? And how, how can I change my reactions from here? Yeah, Jack Canfield teaches the E plus R equals O. And that is such a, a profound thing for me that I had it tattooed on my arm. Oh, <laughs> right? So, and E is that event. The event was she asked me to go out and find something in the freezer and I couldn't find it. And my response to her was to be angry when really it had nothing to do with her. And if I want a different outcome, which is the O of that equation, I have to change my response. Mm -hmm. So if I don't want to have a fight with someone or I don't want to have an upset day or I want to be living in joy, then I have to change my response to the events that happen around me. Mm -hmm. And that is the whole game of life, I think. Right. (laughs) As Abraham says, you can never get it wrong because you can never get it done. Right. Just going to keep learning and being better or I don't even want to use better worse, just being in a different state, right? Yes. Reaching for that better feeling place and honoring the other person in front of us. I find that helps me too. Sometimes if I can in the moment, remember to come from a place of love, I'm likely going to say something differently. Right. Exactly. You know, life is not this, it's a work in progress. It's not a competition nor a roadmap of performance and perfection. Mm -hmm. It's a journey of curiosity and wonder and discovery. That's what life is all about. It's this beautiful dream that we get to dream in any way we want it. Mm -hmm. And every morning, I am so grateful to wake up and take a good deep breath i'm grateful for the pains and the aches and the cat screaming the dog barking because i'm awake i'm alive we get another day yeah yeah get another day and that's all i get that's what i have right now i don't have guarantees of tomorrow or the next day or 10 years from now but i have right this minute and i'm gonna take every opportunity to make that the best life I can possibly have. And on that note, I want to remind people, so your website is Roar, Roar, which is why I was talking about Roaring in the beginning. Yes. W-R-A-R, pronounced Roar, Inc., like a company, dot com, uh, is where you can find Kristen. And she has a podcast. She has the event tell you all about the event there's a blog there's all kinds of different kinds of good things that you can learn more about her mission of spreading joy and having people really live in joy why not why not (laughs) what do you want to leave the audience with Kristen? (laughs) well i'll tell you what roar came about because i had a need to share my voice voice is power use yours to make your life the best life that you can have in this moment. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you very much, Kristen. I really enjoyed our conversation. And I know that we've, we've helped some people think about joy, have more of it in their lives. 
Everybody be well till next time. Yeah, come and go to Florida. See Kristen. Hear Marcy. And uh, enjoy Florida. (laughs) That's always a nice trip. Yes. People, I'll be back next week with another fabulous guest. Be well until then. Hey, beeps, before you run, in case you're not 100% sure you're doing everything you can to age as well as you can, which means you'll feel better longer, you might want to check out my Age Better Lifestyle Assessment. It will give us a clear picture of where you are now and what small changes you might want or need to make to improve how you feel, how you look, and how you age. Check it out at rebelliouswellnessover50.com in the Work with Greg section. Thanks.